Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Punishment Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Punishment Show, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin the show with this evening's commentary piece. We have to chase a million honey and no remorse and no more Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show right here on White Pride Radio. I am your host this evening, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Make It Go Away. Some of my friends think Biden has been a punching bag for conservatives, while others can't believe how much Biden gets away with. Since both can't be true, which is it? Biden may be at least is the least transparent president in history, although he claims the contrary. Biden has just done 22 media interviews, fewer than any of his six most recent White House predecessors at this point in their presidencies. Why? By avoiding answering revealing questions, could he be seeking to make it all go away? There are two primary reasons Biden does not meet with the public more often. And when he does, he frequently does not speak the truth. Number one, Biden is low energy, finding it difficult to prepare and deliver speeches, and frequently makes gaffes that are misread by friends and foe alike. And two, Biden has no skeletons in his closet and has not fought back well against these allegations. The partial list of challenges to the president's transparency reveals his attempts to explain not just mistakes, but displays terrible judgment. Balloongate. In a single 10-day period, the American people witnessed an unchallenged, week-long aerial invasion of the United States. Biden's administration explained it in multiple, sometimes contradictory ways, with the commander-in-chief blaming the advice he received from the Joint Chiefs. And when the next three airborne intruders were discovered, they were rapidly shot down. Ukraine. I must have missed the president explaining the specific objectives we seek. To most Americans who support backing Ukraine, it appears like the president is playing a game of chicken. We seem to give the Ukrainians enough support to defend themselves at a horrific cost of lives. But we won't give them the decisive weapons they need to push Russia out. The logical conclusion is that Biden is playing out the clock and eventually expects Ukraine to capulate and make peace under threat of collapse as Western nations tire of Biden's game. Hunter Biden. Here's a story that students of journalism will be studying for the next hundred years. The administration closed ranks and stated unequivocally that the laptop was Russian disinformation. Before the election, Biden's campaign got 50 current and former intelligence chiefs to claim the same. The facts are, as the New York Times confirmed only last year, the laptop is genuine. Yet the FBI declined to open an investigation that may involve evidence of multiple federal crimes, perhaps even the president's involvement. Classified documents fiasco. Used to pillory Trump, an actual former president with rights to possess classified records 
and to declassify them at his purview while in office as juniposed by Senators and then Vice President Biden, who had no rights to possess any classified documents, much less an ability to retain any by law. A world of difference, folks. However, we must overlay one over overlay one other terrifying proposition. If Hunter is in the pockets of China, as it looks to all the world, how can anyone know if the big man is not involved? The scope of the Hunter problem could take on an entirely different dimension. The border. No one could deny that the border was closed before Biden took office. By presidential directive, he thrust open the border for more than 5 million illegals so far to stake their claim to a new America. The question never asked of the president is why? Can there be other answer? Can there be another answer than Biden's plan to find a way to offer immunity to as many immigrants as he can? Again, why? The answer is painfully obvious. Democrats will never lose an election again. The other possible answer is so appalling that I almost dare not mention. If not for the above reason, then the only other reason you come to is an intended, an intent to effectively dilute the existing stock of Americans to pave way to one world status for America someday. The war on parents. Traditional families seem not to be among President Biden's priorities. Higher taxes, inflation, and overturning of parental rights by the government find parents becoming potential domestic terrorists targeted by the FBI. In addition, transgender has become a thing with the school systems that secretly trans transition children without the knowledge or agreement of parents. Energy. You heard the president say that oil will only be around for another 10 years. Think of what he is signaling. Don't loan money for projects that will fail well before their designed lifetimes. A signal that the heavy hand of government will defeat anyone trying to increase our oil supply or, God forbid, to bring prices down. Biden's entire strategy is built on quicksand. Knowing that green energy is more expensive and less reliable than the status quo, he plans to subsidize all green energy and undermine fossil fuels and Americans through higher taxes. Inexpensive energy is directly tied to our standard of living. Under Biden's own I dream of a new America, we will live like the rest of the world with much less travel, fewer cars of any type, smaller homes, and less opportunity overall. Inflation. Let no one believe otherwise. Inflation is a weapon used against the middle class. And inflation did not sneak up on us. Biden knew he was warned that adding $3 trillion in debt was massively inflationary. And he did it anyway to fulfill his promises to his climate masters. Inflation costs the average family another $5,000 a year in increased costs of living and vastly vastly greater interest costs on debt. COVID, before, during, and afterward. COVID was well on its way to being under control when Biden took office. The economy was already opening up, especially in red states, but Biden had little desire to understand how COVID came to be. That was important to understand, assign responsibility learn, and not be as vulnerable the next time. 
I see little focus on finding and fixing these failings in his administration. Why? President Biden continues to be a mystery in many ways. He was elected solely because he was not Trump. Former President Trump was demonized, yet he made many great decisions during his presidency and indeed would have been elected for another term except for COVID. Biden is a president that has been wrong so many, on so many issues that it became a joke many years ago. How has this man, who did not come from money, had no wealthy wife, and has never worked outside of government, become wealthy? His extended family, or similar beginnings, also have became rich. Was that due to his big man's connection? These questions and observations should interest inquiring minds. Gaps in times, financial transactions, and even the quality of past decision-making seems to be off-limits to what's left of investigative reporting. Looking for a fight? You'll find it. With Canada's premier voice in white nationalism, Mr. Paul Fromm, with his show, The Fighting Side of Me, every day on White Pride Radio. Only on AltRightTV.com. I dare you to step into the ring. Come on down. The price is always right at the American Heritage Store. We've got all your pro-white needs at reasonable prices. Tell them what we got, Bob. Okay. We've got belt buckles, hats, pins, flags, t-shirts, sweatshirts, and items too many to mention here. Go to www.kkknationaloffice.com and tap on the American Heritage Store banner and see for yourself. No mask required here. Okay, uh, welcome back, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. Uh, let's get into the first article I have for this evening. Uh, this comes from the news source, uh, Fox News. And the headline is, Middle school teacher claims it's white supremacy to oppose thievery. Burn this mother effer to the ground. Hmm. Imagine that. You send your children, this is a middle school teacher saying this, uh, that it's white supremacist. Which that doesn't even make sense. It's white supremacy to oppose uh, thievery. Uh, I don't know where uh, thievery isn't a crime. I don't know anywhere in the world thievery isn't a crime. So, uh, what you mean to tell me in black countries and uh, brown countries, nothing's punishable? Uh, uh, thievery isn't punishable? Come on. And the first sentence says it all. A pro-Black Lives Matter Maryland teacher who admitted to intentionally concealing students' gender changes has a his history of extreme statements excusing property destruction and theft. The district told Fox News Monday they were looking into the matter. Lane Cogdill works at Silver Spring International Middle School in Montgomery County Public Schools uh, in the public school district, according to its website. The teacher uses Z slash Zer 
Uh, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, Z-E slash Z-I-R. Uh, why would you put a Z instead of an H? He and her. You know, every time I see these uh, pronouns, they get sillier and sillier. But anyhow, uh, she uses the Z, their, they, them, and he, him pronouns. Fox Digital repeatedly inquired from the district for comment about the remarks, but they did not respond. No, of course they don't respond. Never notice every time these school districts get caught with their leftist agenda uh, and they're confronted and asked questions, nobody knows anything. It's all hush hush. Uh, they don't even they don't even bother responding uh, to to the media, at least not to uh, conservative media. Uh, she said, uh, "Hey, I got some thoughts about what's going on in the world." Cogdill said in 2020, "As a history teacher who cares about radical justice, I keep hearing people saying like, I understand protesting.'" but I don't understand rioting and looting. Let me just remind y'all, this country was literally built by black people. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you know, uh, from the picture uh, to this article, I, I think this teacher's uh, white. Uh, she's definitely not black. Uh, uh, so uh, it is a mud shark. Uh, it, you know, the way it sounds, uh, this teacher's probably an Antifa member. Sounds just like them. Built by black people. You know, uh, if America was built by black people, why are all black countries crap holes? And if they claim they can build America, go to Africa and build it up. Go anywhere and build it up. Black people can't even build up a community. They're nothing but a burden anywhere they are. So I don't know how they figure they built America. Now, uh, in slave days, they had jobs. Uh, picking cotton wasn't the only job. They had other jobs, just like we do today, just like white people do today. They had jobs. Uh, just like uh, white people today have uh, laws and standards that we are supposed to uh, uphold. And just like in slave days, the black slaves had laws and things to uh, uh, take care of. You know, when a, a slave stole, they cut off a hand. Uh, if they were caught looking at a white woman, oogle-eyeing her, uh, they lost an eye. If they ran, they lost a foot. Now, that may seem like uh, harsh treatment, but, uh, you know, uh, that was way back then. And I want to remind you also that in the Bible, do you know in the Bible, if you read your Bible, uh, which I hope you do, but in biblical times, if a man or a woman was caught cheating on their spouse, you know what happened to them? They got drugged out to the outside of the city, and they were stoned to death. That's right, for uh, adultery. Now, to, in today's standards, that would sound horrible, you know, uh, uh, you know, a guy catches his wife cheating or uh, uh, the wife catches the man cheating. And can you imagine being uh, drug out to the edge of the town that you're living in and stoned to death? So I don't want to hear, uh, you know, how drastic the rules were for black people. They couldn't follow rules back then. They couldn't follow laws back then. And, you know, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. It's the same way today. Same thing also, they don't want to work. Uh, they didn't want to work in the fields and uh, other places. So how in the hell can they say they built America? And it's like I said, too. Uh, 
all these non-white countries, black countries, brown countries, why, do, why are they living like, uh, even blow peasants, like animals, drinking out of mud puddles, uh, happening to go out and spear the evening's meal, uh, living in mud huts, going out like a dog to take a crap and bury it. Is that what you call building? Seriously? And look, think about it today. Of all the nice things we have, say, uh, computers, cell phones, uh, just electronic-wise. Um, well, I, it, the homes, even, nice homes and things like this. A lot of stuff is taken for granted. That's why I can't really think of much, because I am guilty of that. I, I uh, take advantage of what I do have. Uh, until it's gone, and then, you know, then I really um, <laughs> miss not having what uh, I didn't take care of to begin with, or, you know, didn't, uh, I took advantage of. So, this is just how it is uh, with the blacks today. They can't honestly say that they have invented anything in America. These people haven't contributed diddly squat to America. The difference was when when America's immigration was limited to white European countries, the white European people white European people came here for jobs to build America. You got your black bums laying around these you uh, who's coming across the southern border, uh, many not working. Now I can't say that uh, all black people don't work, but on average. You know, the, uh, uh, for the amount of uh, black people that do work, it doesn't cover for all the uh, hardships on our system to take care of the other ones. So, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't equal out. We would be so much better uh, in America if there were no non-whites at all, and especially blacks, because they're ignorant and they think they're owed something. We don't owe them anything uh, over slavery. They were slaves when they got here. They were slaves in Africa. And the slave owners over there treated them much worse than what they are here in America, what, what they were in America. And the idea, of, uh, you know, uh, it's made to sound like these slave masters is always outside in a, a field busting two-by-fours over their heads. And, uh, you know, just uh, these atrocities that they claim happened to the black slaves. And it's bull. That is bull. You go to any farm today, and the machinery that those farmers have, like tractors, uh, uh, combines, they treat those things better than they do their wives, because they know that this equipment is their livelihood. So just the same back in slave days, they weren't abusing those slaves unless they did something atrocious. And look today. Look today, this is the mentality of blacks in America. What white people build, they destroy. And who has to fix it? White people again. This is just the attitude they had when they were slaves. They couldn't follow the rules. They couldn't get up and go to work. They didn't want to work. Plain and simple. White people today, go to work. For what? A, a roof over your head? Food? clothing, things like that. What did the slaves get in return for their work? A roof over their head, food, and clothing. So uh, the whole idea that it was wrong to have slaves, that blows that right out the window. Right out the window. We didn't go to uh, Africa and round up black people that were uh, happy uh uh, running through the jungle with bones in their noses and rocks tied to their nuts. They were already slaves. So, you know, we didn't do anything to enslave them. 
and I said it a million times on this show, the yak about reparations. We don't owe them a dime. We don't owe them a dime. Africa enslaved them. You want free money? Go the hell back to Africa and get it. One-way tickets. We ought to, uh, uh, and I'm sure white America wouldn't mind their tax dollars going for airfare to fly these ungrateful, uh, uh, low-IQ black people back to where they come from. You know, many people don't realize this uh, because they don't really search history. Uh, you know, uh, uh, they read, uh, everything's on Google. And they swear by Google. But you know what? When uh, Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, he wanted them sent back to Africa. That was his plan. He knew what America would become if these ungrateful, uh, low IQ people were left here. The miscegenation, uh, uh, the country's becoming uh, uh, mongrelized because you have your mud sharks that will breed with these beasts of the field. And in my opinion, that's what they are. So uh, it's bestiality to begin with. And then you got these little mongrels running around. They're not white. They're not black. They don't fit in anywhere. Uh, they shouldn't be. Uh, the district told Fox News Digital they were looking into this, but they could not comment further because it is a personnel matter. That's a personnel matter for this teacher to be uh, indoctrinating children. Uh, you know, uh, just because she's a mud shark, don't push it on America's children. Yeah, let's see. Uh, black people's bodies were literally the currency that our white founding fathers used to fund the, uh, for revolution. As far as I'm concerned, as a white person, see, oh, she is white. And as a history teacher, if your ancestors built this country, you have the right to burn that mother effort to the ground. Ah, oh, see, now this is why... Uh, this this woman uh, uh, may have been born white, either that or she's not all white. Uh, uh, she's got some uh, black blood running in her because that sounds exactly uh, what a black person would say. And, and to use the excuse to say uh, that blacks build America and then we have the right to, uh, they have the right to burn it down. Uh, how about this? America was founded as a white Christian nation. How about this? If you hate white and you hate Christian, how about you get your, uh, uh, your ass tossed out of America then? How's that? You think you got the right because you're black to burn things to the ground, loot stores empty, and then this stupid mud shark, she's the one pushing it. Can you imagine what the kids are, will come out of that class doing? Good God. Parents, if you're listening, I don't know why or what it's going to take for you to homeschool. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a big advocate for homeschool. Here's a website, www.whitepridehomeschool.com. I give that uh, email ad or that uh, website address, address on here quite a bit. And, you know, I've talked to uh, people about the homeschooling and stuff, and it's almost like you're talking uh, to someone that never heard uh, the concept of homeschooling, or that you get that look of horror. They give you that look of horror. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, I that that's how I get rid of my kids through the, uh, the through the day. Well, you know, by that mentality and that attitude, Amer this is why America's in trouble. Well, this is why it's already in trouble. Just like this mud shark teacher. She's probably been indoctrinated since kindergarten. She actually believes the stupidity she's told. Why? Because she was indoctrinated. She was lied to through school. She believes uh, that blacks build America because that's what she was taught in school. And guess what? This mud shark would know better if her parents would have homeschooled her. 
It's a, a vicious cycle. It's one generation after the other indoctrination, and each generation that comes out is worse than the last one. So, uh, which would you rather have? Your kids at home learning true, getting a true education, getting true history, or where we are at today and going downhill fast. Is that worth uh, uh, taking the time to teach your children? Even and don't give me the excuse. I work between mom and dad, uh, uh, between shifts. After supper, you still have time to homeschool. Get off the couch, quit watching TV, shut off the jukebox, and spend some time with your children. Uh, she said also, uh, and white people, I'm going to need you to do better because your opinion on this is at best irrelevant and at worst, literally propagating white supremacy. <clears throat> well, you know, if this is a white Christian country and we expect standards to be upheld in this country. So if that's white supremacy, guess what? That's how we got to be supreme. That's how we got to be supreme. It's not really be, uh, or God's chosen people. But, you know, uh, just morally, uh, trying to uh, say uh, that you build America, so that gives you the right to loot and burn things. Uh, okay, how's this? Uh, if you work at a car dealership, su uh, suppose you build cars on the assembly line. Does that give you a right then to go out and steal a car because you build it? Of course not. You know, it's just simple... Um, uh, simple uh, theory, uh, uh, the word's slipping me, uh, hypothetical is the word I'm looking for. Just uh, through hypothetical scenarios, I can pretty much tw say what she's saying, but if I use it in a different way that uh, uh, normal people would understand, then you realize how stupid this is uh, for this mud shark to say uh, uh, they have the right to thieve and uh, burn this, uh, uh, burn America to the ground. Not just the ground, uh, the mother effing ground. Uh, she she talks like a, a true gutter slut. Can you imagine being interviewed? You're a middle school teacher, and you say burn this uh, mother effort to the ground. This woman shouldn't even be in school. This woman don't even, didn't. Sounds like she didn't even get an education. Gutter, ghetto. That's what ghetto is. What she is, ghetto. Uh, the teacher said that all their statements concerning a Fox News digital article in which Coddill discussed sharing multiple non-binary identities with students during their first encounters, as well as concealing gender changes, were part of district policy. So there you have this uh, mud shark, ghetto. Two of the biggest sins spoken of in the Bible she has committed, uh, com admitted to even, in one article. Race mixing and homosexuality. And she supports both. Uh, Fox News Digital reached out to the district inquiring whether the statements about teachers disclosing gender, gender identity and first encounters with kids, as well as hiding students' transitions, were part of a policy, but did not immediately receive a response. Of course not. They don't have one. Every time you catch these people in a lie doing things that they shouldn't be doing, you know, they think just by commenting, that it just goes away. That erases it. 
if you ask for a comment and you're a conservative and you got these liberal policies like this, hiding kids' genders and actually influencing them to change sexes, you get them caught like that and if you're conservative, there is no comment. Do you know how many articles, and I usually don't read that at the bottom uh, of the article because there's so many of them, I don't have to go through the whole article uh, to tell you what it's saying and what it is. But so many uh, articles like this, that's the very last sentence at the end of the story. So-and-so reached out for comment or reached out to him, her, the school, whoever, and they didn't respond. No comment. wonder what they'll do when they face God. And God asks them about the support of homosexuality and race mixing. Are they going to tell? look at God and say, no comment? Uh, that ain't going to work with God. They're not going to look at God and say, ah, uh, no comment. Uh, not a soul at my district or my school had brought it up because, as it turns out, everything I said aligns exactly with explicit district policy, the teacher said. It's almost like a transgender person, myself, and an educator who is highly qualified in my field. I know what I'm talking about. Lady, you proved that you didn't know what you were talking about and the first sentence that come out of your ghetto mouth. You don't know what you're talking about. I love that. All, all, all these uh, 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 supposed... Uh, well, here, history. Supposed to be a history teacher and she doesn't even know true history. And she says she knows what she's talking about. Uh, it goes on here. So I had some good laughs with friends and colleagues about it, and I carried on with my terrifying clear agenda of teaching middle school children every day. Codville said that when students question their gender, the teacher will ask them for their name and pronouns and would help hide it from school administrators and parents upon request. Uh, she said, I always ask a trans or questioning student as soon as I find out what is the name you prefer, what pronouns do you prefer, who else knows, and how would you like me to refer to you when I speak to your family, to the administrators, to other teachers, in front of other students. Some parents ask me not to disclose their identity, and that's a promise I always honor. Codgill said. What a uh, sorry, sorry ass attitude. You know, it shocks me. And it, what shocks me more, this isn't just a uh, article that I had to dig for. Bang, it was right there in my news feed. Now I have, uh, uh, believe me, I have a ton of uh different news feeds uh, that I get my articles from. But, you know, I don't have to dig for any of them. None of them. Uh, you know, I don't uh, uh, get up in the morning and, uh, you know, have to sit there for six hours digging up news things. You know, I can gather the news articles uh, for this show in about 10 minutes, if that, 10 minutes. And I can have, and I get uh, 10 news articles for each show. So that's 20 news articles there a week. And also here on White Pride, uh, uh, or here on Alt-Right TV, I post 10 uh, articles a day, which in 70 days is 70. So I, I, talk about 110 news articles a day or a week so and I'm not digging for any of them uh, 
The teacher added, I can't imagine breaking a single trans or non-binary student's trust by sharing details about their gender identities with anyone, especially their parents, their counselors, and their administrators. Uh, talk about breaking trust. Wait till these children that she coerced into uh, sex changes. And they have that done. And a couple years later, realized that it was a fad. They didn't want to do it. And it's too late. They're going to look at that teacher then and see uh, her trust. Seriously. And it is true. These children trust their teachers. Because in all reality, they should be able to trust their teachers. In today's times, you can't. You know, when I went to school, I knew if I asked my teacher a question, I got a straight answer, whether I liked it or not. Uh, see, back when I went to school, uh, uh, the school districts didn't bend uh, questions around a political agenda. You got your answer, whether you liked it or not. Uh, I know in, uh, when I went to school, if I would have went to a school counselor or a teacher and said that, uh, uh, I think I'm a girl, I want to go through hormone therapy. They would have been on the phone so quick to my mom and dad, and <laughs> I could see my dad when I got home from school. And uh, the, the, the school district called and told my dad that uh, I want to be a girl. Uh, I think I'm a girl. You know, I would have got my ass kicked from here to the moon. And then probably put, put away. Probably put away. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind. But you know what? That that's, uh, you, know, you don't see that as a kid. You think your uh, mom and dad are just being uh, mean to you. But when you grow up later in life, and especially now, uh, in today's times, and I look back at what my parents did and my teachers, and my God, they were trying to save me. Uh, they, they were trying to save me. And, and they probably knew. They knew what was coming, maybe. Uh, because, you know, uh, school isn't school like it used to be. And teachers aren't teachers like they used to be either. Uh, you know, uh, the stories that you see of these uh, uh, kids, and usually black kids, uh, attacking teachers. You know, that would have happened one time. And it would have never happened again. Because I promise you, when I went to school, if I would have attacked a teacher... There would have been 20 coming in that classroom door, and I promise you, you'd get your behind kicked. You'd never think about uh, assaulting your teacher again. As uh, a first step, transgender children may adopt new names and pronouns that they feel match their gender identity as part of the process called social transition. See, they got all these new names uh uh, for for, for uh, promoting uh, for child abuse for uh, promoting homosexuality within children uh, all these fancy fancy names gender identity you know uh, uh, parents today if they would go through their child's uh, uh, school books to you know to, you know, to see uh, what's going on and, and they would have seen something gender identity. You know, they'd have probably figured out with some, uh, like a sex ed class or, uh, you know, uh, something like that and just blew it off, you know, think nothing of it. Uh, other aspects of the process may include changing their clothing and getting haircuts to match a preferred gender expression. Wow, social transition and then gender expression. Uh, I've seen a lot of trans and non-binary students gain confidence after confiding in me that after receiving a trusted adult, affirm and support them, the teacher said. You know what? When these kids decide, it, it, the, the kids that she sends through this homosexual grinder, once they're done and they have 
permanent damage, and they realize, oh, I can't do this. I don't want to be uh, uh, homosexual. Uh, because I'm, transgender is a queer. A queer is a queer is a queer. I don't care what kind of fancy name you give it. You're a queer. You're not a transgender. You're a homosexual. Now, uh, she says that uh, 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 after having a trusted adult affirm and support them, you know, they're going to remember this uh, uh, ghetto teacher when the damage is done. Uh, children are going to find out that they weren't supporting her. She is a demon. She is a de She's part of the satanic rebellion. And if this teacher thinks that her uh, kids are going to look back at her and uh, uh, show any respect or have respect, Boy, is she in for a surprise. Uh, Cod Gill explained that for the past seven years, when meeting new students during the beginning of the year, I introduce and explain my identity. Cod Gill's identity is complicated as it compromises multiple non-binary identities. Okay, here this, this answers the question as to what is wrong with this teacher. She is suffering from a severe mental illness. Now, parents out there listening, if you knew that you had a teacher teaching your child that had a uh, mental illness to the seriousness of this, you know, this uh, goes beyond PTSD, uh, OCD, and things like this. This is, um, this is way beyond that. Would you send your child to that uh, school where they had mentally ill teachers? Of course not. But see, they have you fooled. They have you fooled all these fancy names. Uh, uh, gender identity, social transitioning, all these nice names. Uh, well, not nice names, but more appealing names uh, to parents. Uh, unbelievable. As she said, I identify as non-binary, meaning I don't identify as a man or a woman. Well, you're not. You're a mud shark. I identify with the terms gender fluid and gender queer because I'm somewhat masculine and somewhat feminine, the teacher said. <laughs> oh, good grief. Uh, the pronouns, they mostly affirm me are the, their, or they, them, or he, him. My title is MX Codgill MX. That's rather than Mrs. or Mr. And I ask my students to use MX instead of ma'am or sir. I change my name to Lane because it's gender neutral. I also go to Theo, which is affirming because my masculinity is not always recognized by other people. Oh, good grief. I can't even read any more of this. Uh, I just spent 36 minutes on that one article. And it deserved uh, to be brought to light. But it doesn't deserve to have the uh, article finished. The points were made. The points were made. You got many mentally ill teachers uh, not teaching your children. They're not teaching them anything. Uh, they're indoctrinating them. Oh, let's see. What else I have here? Well, here, I don't know uh, if this is a true true or not. Uh, I kind of think it is uh, in America. Uh, let me find this article. Uh, 
Okay, uh, this comes from the new source. Well, when I get to the top, uh, the Washington Times. And the headline is, Pushback Against Woke Agenda Happening Around the World. Uh, I hope this is true. I see it a little bit here uh, in America with, you know, different people uh, that I talk with, you know, uh, like-minded people to myself. Uh, and, you know, um, it's not like these teachers indoctrinating children. Uh, you know, I guess the argument could be said that I am indoctrinating people uh, into uh, white supremacy, which isn't true. See, I don't live in la-la land with all the fancy pronouns and uh, twisted names for a homosexual to make it sound better. I don't have to make up a whole world around me to try to explain myself as being a homosexual. When I get on here and do the show, I'm giving you facts and statistics. You know, I'm not trying to push any way, anybody one way or the other. Uh, you don't have to believe what I'm telling you. And I know enemies listen to the show, and uh, you know they're probably sitting there uh, as well. Uh, well, he's just pushing white supremacy. Well, you know what? I have yet, well, so far with this show, I have yet to have an enemy call the show or send an email with any pushback from anything I've ever said on this show. Not one. Not one. And some of the other shows uh, that I did, I wouldn't really get pushback. Uh, it was death threats and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Call me a, a, a hillbilly pig and, uh, you know, things like that. But not once doing the, during this show. And I think I've been doing this show uh, three or four years now. Uh, and not once. Have I any got have I got any rebuttal from anybody listening to the show? And I know for a fact there are enemies that listen to the show. I know that for a fact. Uh, but no, I, there you go. No comment. No comment. Just sat there uh, sucking their thumbs and wetting their diapers. No comment. Uh, let's see a little bit what this uh, gets in here. It says, don't look now, but the resistance to woke tyranny is rising rapidly. And not just in the United States. Scottish First Minister, Minister Nicola Sturgeon resigned on Wednesday after eight years in office. A leftist and climate change extremist, she was opposed to Brexit while leading the fight for Scottish independence from Britain. During her tenure, according to the Daily Mail, Scottish life expectancy plunged, drug deaths doubled, alcohol deaths increased, schools continued failing, and Scots were worse off economically than when she took office. Yes, it sounds a lot like Detroit, New York, and other U.S. cities run by Democrats, and not just Democrats. We'll take uh, Detroit, for instance. And this is why I say blacks should not be in our government uh, uh, anywhere, not even ahead of a school board. This is a white Christian country. But here, Detroit, uh, I know that for a fact. You have a black lesbian uh, mayor influencing, guess what, homosexuality. Uh, and if, uh, uh, Lori Lightfoot. Uh, if they ever redid the movie Beetlejuice, she could play Beetlejuice, black Beetlejuice, and not need a bit of makeup. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Look up a picture of Beetlejuice, and then look up a picture of, uh, uh, oh, no, wait, Detroit. That's, uh, she's Chicago. Uh, I'm wrong there. Uh, excuse me. Uh, she is not the mayor of uh, Detroit. She is the mayor of Chicago. 
Lori Lightfoot. And that city is failing just as all Democrat non-white uh, run places are. They're failing because, well, uh, just think in the future, folks. Just think in the future with all this uh, uh, talk of uh, equity, equality, uh, where black kids are getting diplomas and uh, can't spell the word is, uh, and they're going to be coming out into society as adults. If you think the cities are bad now, where do you have the uh, 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 criminals, uh, low IQ criminals, running America? Think about that. You know, it, it puts me in mind, uh, the first thing I think of, uh, and this is already happening, uh, the non-white within the government, and uh, now even, uh, none of them are what you would say geniuses, but they're above the uh, 70 IQ in the government. But now just to keep them into the government, because they're only... Uh, and I'm just talking blacks. There are a lot of other races uh, in our government. Uh, but just talking blacks, uh, they only consist of 13% of our population. So they got to keep churning out these black kids to get them into public offices, whether it means they're educated or not. So uh, that's what I mean. Uh, uh, we're headed for trouble. We're going to have black idiots running the country. Can you imagine, you know what it'll be? And very quick, America will be a third world country. White people here will be leaving if more white people don't start waking up now. Do you want to have to be pushed out of America? Do you want genocided from America? Think about that. You know, if you just sit around, you don't do anything. Uh, but bitch about what's going on in America. That's what's going to happen. And that's why it's happening. Because many just sit there and uh, uh, listen to the news. Oh, boy, that's terrible. Uh, wow, that's a disaster. All oh, those poor non-whites. Uh, you know, and do nothing. Or look at the uh, pictures of the southern border, the real ones. Uh, not the ones when Biden was there. There was no, <laughs> nobody to be around, uh, not a soul around. Uh, all you saw was tumbleweeds. I'm talking the real pictures of the border with these thousands of uh, non-white uh, scum coming across the border. This is uh, America's future. And you know, many people sat there, and, oh, my goodness. Look at all them people. Those poor people. All they want is a nice place to live. Well, get this. When you're sitting there thinking that, look at your shoes and the clothing they're wearing and their phones. And then open up your closet door and see if you have that nice of clothes. Uh, the, these scumbags are coming here in. Where are they getting these clothes? Where are they getting the phones? And being put up in five-star hotels that they are destroying. They're destroying. Refusing to leave because they feel that they are owed something. Unbelievable, folks. Okay, I am uh, to an hour here. Well, a little after, a little more than an hour. Uh, I'm going to close out the show because, again, uh, this Thursday, uh, I have things to do. I'm falling behind, uh, but not to worry. Uh, the shows will keep coming, uh, but i got to get ahead of the wagon here uh, pretty soon. Uh, that or the wagon's going to run over me. Uh, so I do apologize for the shorter shows, but uh, uh, hopefully you still find, uh, find them interesting. Uh, I'll be back here uh, Tuesday, February 28th at 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, right here on White Pride Radio with another The Rust Belt Klansman show. Um, uh, don't forget, uh, here it's right here on White Pride Radio, uh, check out the new show, uh, Behind the Hood. 
Uh, that is one news article, uh, one opinion, all in under 15 minutes or so. Uh, I've noticed some of them I have went, went over, but uh, that's the uh, catchphrase uh, for the show. Yeah, and that's uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, that they go up. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow there will be uh, a new one up there. Check those out. And as always, Paul Fromm, uh, Mr. Paul Fromm, those sh- uh, shows are excellent. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Tommy Freedom, uh, his show, Freedom Rings, is leaving White Pride Radio. Uh, well, he is actually, it's, 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 he's not just leaving White Pride Radio. Uh, he's uh, hanging it up for a while. Uh, he may be back. Uh, I listened to, if you uh, look at his, uh, uh, one of the shows on here, it says the final episode. Check that out. Check it out. He may uh, be back. I'm not getting into uh, details of uh, uh, anything about the show. If you want to know, uh, listen to it. It says the final episode. Uh uh, Tommy Freedom will be uh, highly missed uh, on on White Pride Radio. Uh, so I, I'm really hoping uh, that he comes back, and he comes back soon. Uh, if you have any news articles, thoughts, ideas, uh, anything you want to get off of your chest, something you have to say, uh, you can email the Rust Belt Clansman Show at heyrustbeltclansman at mail.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voice message or a text. Uh, Also, uh, this invitation goes to uh, my enemies out there listening. Uh, You know, uh, you hate the show, you hate me, but you don't don't ever... uh, uh, call me out on on anything. It's always no comment. So please uh, email your comments. I'll do it right here on the show. Uh, call in and leave a voicemail to the show. I'll play the voicemail on the show. And I promise you, I will make a fool out of you if you try to rebuke anything I say on the show that I say are facts and statistics. So try me. Uh, we're going to end the show as we uh, always do here on the Rust Belt Clansman in prayer. Give me one second here. Okay, uh, my white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. Great God and King of the heavens and earth, you have established the right way and set forth your good path. You alone have the sovereignty to make real what you desire to bring forth. I have been deceived that my will is attainable and even when it seems I have gained what I desire, when it is your outside of your righteousness, will, will, out of your righteous will, it vanishes and leaves me dissatisfied. You are the one who truly deserves my allegiance, even over my own desires, hopes, and dreams. Transform these things within me, and set my hope on gaining your desires, hopes, and dreams. Make me impervious to the attack of the enemy. I submit to you, to your will and rulership. The accusations of the enemy will not put me to shame. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, There, that was a... uh, a fitting prayer there with uh, even calling out some enemies. Uh, you won't put me to shame. So, uh, 
That is this Thursday evening show. I'll be back uh, next Tuesday, February 28th, right at the same time, 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on White Pride Radio. As always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! Shall see arms outstretched to me? What do I care if it dies?